This is a We Are On We production. What I was, what I was thinking was like, okay, how can I make my... Because I think a lot of it, because the podcast is sort of, it's Ozzy Talk with Matthew Winter. And then I wrote like, there's the rotating guests and sometimes in, like more um, interviews mm. than just like your... A rotating cast and different guests, I should say. Yeah. With the rotating cast being you, Chris, and even Retro Arcade Monkey, who's been on quite a few. Yeah. I feel like that makes a lot of the channel sort of based on my personal brand. More people follow me on Twitter, for example, than on me. Yeah. yeah. Which is, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Like It's a good thing. It, it probably is a good thing. But, like, what I was thinking was, like, how can I leverage my personal brand for on me? And what can I do? Like that, what I was thinking was, okay, like, because I'm going to move down to Canberra, most likely. Yeah, yeah. I am. That's what I'm doing. I'm thinking, okay, like, what if I just sort of pitch to a few radio networks? Can I host my own radio show? Mm. There's, you, you, yeah, you could always consider it. Um, I know in Belconnen, um, just around the UC campus, they, they have their own radio station at the uni. Really? Yeah, UC alternative radio mm. and they put good music on there too but they 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 have like their own amateur um interviews like news reports and those sort of things mm. so like you could you could ask for a spot um you know like a time frame mm. yeah because you know, like i said like they're not all professional radio stations there are a lot of them there that are um by established broadcasting companies mm. whereas those ones are just amateur startup like student projects no exactly there's actually my favorite one i think it's 102.7 Something like that, but it's um, Hamish and Andy. Oh yeah, and it's hilarious. Like, yeah, the stuff yeah. that they do, it, it's just it's just fantastic. They are pretty damn funny. Because uh, I used to, I remember listening to their their radio show as a podcast like quite a while ago, like just episode after episode. Mm. They're quite funny, and it's like the reason I because I was thinking about it like we have Omni has a worldwide audience, and it's like I don't necessarily have anywhere I'm trying to target. Fucking dogs barking in the background, but. <laughs> Maybe that Australian audience is sort of one that I should try and hit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, we're Australian, mm. but it's like there's not many established Australian people. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In this, in our alternative sort of podcast stuff, alternative sort of comedy stuff, alternative entertainment sort of thing. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, obviously, there's your Max Mofo, who, to an extent, isn't even really uploading much anymore. He's just sort of, not that he's just there, but he's not. I don't know. He's 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 just on his own as well. Do you know what I mean? Like he's not necessarily uh, an entity, and he's just a YouTuber, and he doesn't do like a heap of sort of stuff. Like even Idubbbz is coming that becoming that to an extent. He's just like it's occasional sort of content. Yeah, but he's still one of the biggest alternative YouTubers. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe like for example like like maybe doing a radio show, an Australian radio show, where there's you know like even if half the people who start listening to it don't like it and they stop listening it'll build an audience for me and it'll build an audience for Omri to an extent I, f- I, f- I really feel that like yeah. even if it just ends up being 10,000 subscribers that's more than what I'm now yeah you know what I mean yeah it's like how do I use my my own personal brand and my own personality to sort of help Omri mm. Mm. because I can't do what Chris said and so, like I don't want to defer myself from the main goal and spend like half my time trying to build up this like collaboration thing it's like how did like how did 
how do a lot of people like build themselves up from nothing? Like, okay, so as we said, kind of funny. There was that IGN stuff. Yeah. Even Rooster Teeth, they did it from the ground up. Yeah. But that's because they, the they were early. People who have a talent that people are interested in and that mm. people want to learn yeah. from. Or people that are just, some people are just very, you know, attractive. You yeah, know? exactly. And they get a fan following just because of that, because yeah. they're a model or something like that. And then they can sort of just channel that in like, hey, hey, I'm doing my modeling still, but I'm also working on this project. You should yeah. check it out. It's a whole, It's the same thing as the Vine Stars as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that was, a, it's a, that was a very viral sort of thing. They transferred to YouTube, millions of subscribers, millions of views. Mm. Um, it's just sort of like, for those, those sort of instances are just like the right, right place at the right time. Right time, yeah. One big example, like one person I think of is Filthy Frank mm. and how huge he's got as... An extreme, like, he's, like, not just an, alter an alternative comedian, we'll say. Yeah. He's extreme, like, he's extremely alternative. He's extremely crass. He's extremely, um, like, okay, for example, like, vomit cake, hair cake. It, they vomited in the cake and oh, they made it into a... God, yeah. yeah. And it's, like, it's disgusting, but it's funny. And it's entertaining, but it's got millions and millions of views. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? And he's got a huge, huge following. Like, how did he build that and why didn't this other person build that? Because it's funny, because like his, like he, like last year I think it was, he only put out like twelve videos, and he's just as, and he's getting like millions of views. He's got all this, like he's got only a bit of merch, like a simple merchandise store, and all this other stuff, but his channel's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. He only put out twelve videos. Yeah, la I think it was wow. last year, twelve videos. That's crazy. I know. Like, how can Onwe do that? How can Onwe get big? This is like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not as easy as just. No, I, I think, I think Omri's, Omri's um, you know, in a different in a different league. How so? Because he's sort of like, it's like a celebrity status. Mm -hmm. He's that like friggin' insane guy who just does like ridiculous shit. Whereas Omri is sort of um, like a like a group, you know, and it's got yeah. a bunch of different types of content as opposed to just these one free videos. Yeah, that's videos. true. I've, he might have like other mm -hmm. things that he does, but you know, Omri seeks to do. Different things. Yeah, I've got to think about that as well. That's why I. That's why Rooster Teeth and even kind of funny to an extent yeah, are inspirations because it's yeah, like exactly like Rooster Teeth. I think is something that is comparable to what you want to become. Oh yeah, exactly. It's, it's difficult for you to compare. Um, only to think people like Idubs and Filthy Frank because mm. they're just personalities. Yeah. Um, in themselves, they're not. Yeah. They're not like a. a company yeah unquote. even like filthy frank it has the filthy frank show the marty's internet show is a completely different it's as if it's a tv show it's, yeah exactly internet, it's more I mean? like it's like a classical traditional sort of um television concept. exactly like how nirvana the being the show was like an internet show yeah like it was on because you know it was a web series beforehand yeah yeah we'll see that's that's what marty's internet show is it's, it's exactly. comparable to that exactly because it's and i was i was looking at the old episodes and it's shitty quality like it looks shit it's not the best, mm. but it, a lot of the stuff is really, really funny. Yeah, like it's extremely like they. Um, I was watching this short. It was like a, it was deleted from their channel, or their website, or however they released it originally. But there was like um, it was like twelve forty-five at night, and it's like oh, they're releasing new games in the Wii, and they're getting extremely excited about it. And yeah, a lot of it's ad libs sort of stuff. It's extremely funny stuff. But they've sort of had to like how did they get? How did Nirvana mm. the show the band get? Not big, but like founded, and it's because Matt, the director, made this other film, and what what do you call it? What's the name? Um, the Dirties. Yeah, which got founded by Kevin Smith. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if he just went on the internet, he would probably be 
It'd be just as funny, but not as big. Exactly, yeah. yeah. How do we do that with Omni? It's like, how do we... What do we... Need? Like, because I still, I still firmly believe that we can use just the internet to stay big. Yeah. Or get big. It, but it's yeah, like, it's, how the fuck do you do it? The way I see it, it's sort of... In your scope, you've got, um, like, an, an Ed's World thing. Mm. That's what you're aiming for. Like, Ed's World got famous because it was, it was stuff that... Um, hadn't really been seen or at least at that, that level of quality and they they got um famous just just through an entertaining tv show like that's that's yeah, what it was essentially they, yes. they, they were immersed themselves in like the community um built games they built things you know were they on new grounds yeah on new grounds yeah. one of the big ones there yeah and yeah it inspired a lot of people because it was something a bit different mm. for them it was it was good because they're like one of the first to do like cartoons on the internet. Sort oh, of they were. Um, especially one that was, was sensible for a lot of ages and was just, it was just well done. It was a unique uh, yeah. style. Even the, even the early animations were shit. They're, oh, yeah. They're dog shit. Yeah. Like, that's, how, that's how they picked up, was just fans enjoyed their content and it slowly got more viral. And there were yeah. jokes in there that people could carry on that they thought were really funny and people, they had very, very well-defined personalities. Yeah, like if each I of was, the actors. If I was my, like the age we are now, back then, I'd probably still watch it. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd still like, like it's like it's like with dick figures as well. Hmm. Dick figures, and you know I, I, I can't watch it anymore. No, it's, it's not. It's not. not no, it's good. It's very. Time, it yeah, was, I, I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was the best thing ever. Yeah, and like like I got millions and millions of views, and now Monomedia's dead. Happy Tree Friends, like there's little things here and there. Mm. Like let's here. I'll I'll well, let's have a look at the channel because it's it's quite sad. They had this whole audience there, and it's gone. Like the same with Fred. Remember how Fred was huge? Yeah. And now he's like, not huge. And he's like, he's. How's Shane Dawson going? He's all right. Shane Dawson's. I'll go to Shane Dawson in a sec. But like, you look at Mono Media's channel. Do you, remember, do you remember Swift Karate Chop? Yes, I do. Cringe. Did he do stuff with Shane Dawson? Mm, I think he did. I got a feeling he did. But I know he was someone who sort of imitated him, but had like a unique spin. He's mm. he's got like a gaming channel now. He do, does he? Yeah. Is he good? I don't know. I could. I couldn't watch it. Um, but I know that it, it didn't have much exposure. But I remember, like, back in the day, he was really popular. Oh, God, yeah. Like, in our sort of teenage years when we're watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's have a look at this. Mono Media. So, obviously, their big thing was Happy Tree Friends. They're, they did, like, one a few, few days ago. But before that, four months ago, over three million views on a Happy Tree Friends video. And, like, if I... If you look at the other stuff, I just got a phone call. That's why it's a bit of a... <laughs> Anyway, um, the other stuff, they've, they're barely hitting 50,000 views. Like, just little things. They might be funny. I don't know. But they... Because they, they, up, they stopped uploading for a long, long time. Look, chick figures. Wow. A few hundred thousand views. You know what I mean? They went to television. You know that? They got picked up by... Like, I think it was... The network was called Fusion. And they said, okay, it's hard to make money on YouTube. We can't... We don't really... Nothing... We've got nothing really we can like live off now since Dick Figures is sort of gone and yeah. dead. And Happy Tree Friends is sort of like it's been going since like the nineteen ninety nine. It's like it's like their family guy in a way. Yeah, yeah. That's it like there's only so much you can sort of do. So then they got picked up by a television network and they've got like little shows. Like it's like little. It's just like a clip show really of all these little shows and like. But they're nothing. Like, do you know what I mean? Like they're like ha ha, but it's like they've got. Do you know what I mean? Like they've gotten to a, it's just like they're producing stuff after stuff after stuff, and when it gets to a point, and there's, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it could be, it could there's, be there's only stuff. so much you can do. 
There is only so much you can do. So Shane Dawson, he does not upload on his main channel very much. Yeah. In the last key, he did, uh, he did a short film, a house tour parody, and another short film in, in the last 11 months. That's three videos. But now he's uploading daily on his Shane channel. Okay. Guys, I, oh my God, we just did oh a podcast. Oh no, that's going to go into the fucking audio too. Oh, I'll cut that. You'll have to cut that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's have a look. Trying dumb summer life hacks too. Testing old Apple products. Worst fidget spinner fails. Um, Siri reads my hate mail. Two. Testing weird cat products. Two. <laughs> Scariest catfishes ever. Two. Yeah, that's shit. Um, drunk boyfriend tag. Avril Lavigne conspiracy theory. Just like you know, that, he's just turned into a shit. Yeah, YouTuber. just clickbaity, lazy content. Mm. It's just, it's sad. Yeah. Well, like, and then I think I feel like H three H three is doing pretty. I think they're doing. But remember how there was that sort of time and they'd sort of gone. Yeah, I wasn't like watching them at the time, but I saw all the videos that they were bringing out, and it like they were the from from just reading the titles and looking at the the uh, picture mm. thumbnails. Like it was probably clickbait, but yeah, it yeah. looked like they were going to give up. Remember how like they're the uploading? channel was dying. Remember how they're uploading like every day yeah. on that second channel? That's cool. Like that hurt them a lot. Oh, it yeah. really did. Yeah. Like there's only so much you can. You're putting a lot of energy into that. It sort of reduces the amount of energy you can put into your premium content. But what they were turning that second channel into was a behind-the-scenes channel. Like they've got like yeah, they and like sort of secondary content sort of thing. Like vlog. There's a few vlogs. Um, the full uh, a full song which they must have been like mentioned in a lot of the video and showed a bit of. Um, but now the main channel stuff, you know, okay, let's look. Um, one day ago, five days ago, one week ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Mm. It's nearly a month. It's nearly a weekly video now. Yeah. Which is sort of like, they can't, unless they did specifically different things, it's not going to work. You know what I mean? It's not going to work if you upload daily. Yeah. Well, because actually, mm. um, I was just thinking about before. Remember how we were talking about, okay, um, well, what was it? Like, Chris does, we were talking about Chris does China. Yeah, and we mentioned that, and it's like, oh, and these sort of things can branch off into other sort of things. Chris and I did an on we dumps, um, on we news dump, oh, and yeah. we were thinking, I was like, I was thinking, this could become Chris's podcast. Like, okay, like every say Tuesday, Chris does a weekly, like it's hosted by him, and then I might be his co-host for the episode, or you might be, or even Brad might be, or could be just Chris on his own. And every week or every two weeks, it depends how you go about it. He does a half an hour, 45 minute podcast, talk about weird news, cool news, big news, news he's interested in. Yeah. Because he's a very newsy guy, you know what I mean? And I feel like he could, he could thrive in that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, what do you want to, do you want to, would you rather just sort of be like on when we talk and then sort of like, I wouldn't, like I'd feature in anything. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, would you, do you think you would host something? Do you think you could host if a podcast? If I was going to host stuff, I'd, I, I do like gaming stuff. Yeah. Um, I I could I could host a podcast, mm. but it would mostly be like game related news yeah. or you know Cause, well, international. Because we've talked about that before. Yeah. yeah. We talked about sort of like okay, if we had the gaming, we had a gaming channel, and we might do a weekly gaming podcast. That'd sort of be you, or you and Brad. Me and Brad. Yeah. You and Brad. Like you and Brad. You and Brad is a different dynamic to me and Brad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And you and Brad could talk about games, like, a fuckload. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And because we've got a lot of history in, like, games that have probably failed, probably haven't, you could do yeah. things where you check up weekly, like, oh, yeah, let's see how Rift, Rift is going. Okay, yeah, it's still shit. Glad we left. 
No, exactly. And you don't... You can do so much, like, because, like, this is just a general podcast. Mm. And, like, because it's it's a whole different podcast to what it originally was, really. Yeah. Like, it's interviews and it's random talk and it's blah, blah, blah. It's heaps different to what it was. So, like, a gaming podcast would be a whole... It'd be a breath of fresh air, I feel it would be. Like, the original episodes we started talking about a bit of gaming. Yeah. But it was hard because ga- gaming's become this thing where it's, like, a lot of people are either completely in it or they're not. Yeah. yeah. It's a very... Like, you, you and Chris, it is very polarizing. One, like, you remember, how, you know how I was talking about, like, how I kind of want to do a daily ga- do a daily show, like, they have a morning show. Yeah. Do you think Onwe, if it was a rotating cast, could do a daily show? Um, yeah, yeah. If it's got, um, when, it, when it's got, like, established content. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Mighty like Net Show and all that sort of stuff. Do you think so it's got more to talk about than just the news and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was... And what's, like... Because there's people who too have done it sort of quite well. And that's kind of funny with their kind of funny morning show. And Rhett and Link with their Good Mythical Morning. Mm. Have you seen the amount of views? Like, each video get... Like, they got... That's got... The channel's got 13 million subscribers. 12 million. Nearly 13 million. It's crazy. I know. And they're all getting, like, 2 million views. 3 million views. 4 million views. Yeah. They've done well. They, they have. And it's... I've just been, yeah, I just don't know how to make, um, it's, it's, I keep coming back to it, but it's, what can we do? Like, 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 it's sort of a challenge to, like, I, it's a challenge that, like, I sort of accept as I, well. I, like, my, can, my solution yeah. is, because you can only do what, what, what you're, you're capable of doing. Like, yeah. you probably couldn't run a gaming show by yourself because hmm. you'd need, you'd need a big push to do it. And you're oh, not, God, you're not yeah. a gamer yourself. Like Brad and I, if we were, if we, like, if I was to take a path, I think could get some traction, it would be, um, you know, creating a channel that, that combines all these games that are usually not seen together. Mm. Things like, <laughs> as boring as it sounds, as long as you've got a good personality, you know, you, you oh, can combine yeah. like magic, you've got Hearthstone, you've got um, Killed Wars, you could even do throwbacks to Rift, you've got um, Peggle. These games that are usually not played, and then even like playing um, PS2 games on an emulator or doing run-throughs of old retro games is something that I, I would love to do. Um, yeah, that's that's quite alternative. Yeah, that hasn't yeah. been done before. So yeah, you can build a whole new audience. And yeah, and there's not many people that do that. At least there's not many people very entertaining. They're entertaining, but probably to a niche audience. That's that's the that's a lot of the thing. That's a big part yeah. of it. Actually, being entertaining. And so that's like you could branch out, get people to join your channel, um, and and create content that will that will pull people in yeah. okay or i think the prime way for you to do it would be through producing just a, a killer season mm. of mighty zinnet show or something else something that is just just perfect you know yeah. very very funny i guess funny enough <laughs> you know yeah. and interesting enough for people to watch be interested in um you know a solid story produced well um release that and just advertise it well. Yeah, exactly. Like that's like, the big thing. And it's tough when it comes to advertisements because it can cost a lot, and there's there's no guarantee that people will watch no. it or that it will pick up. But if you have, that's how a lot of things get noticed. Is there'll there'll be a scene that's very memey or it's quotable or something like that, mm. and it will just be some random channel on uh, some random page on Instagram, it's just like, oh, you know, check out this clip from yeah. on me, yeah, Marty's in that show. That's all and it takes. You know, and it's hilarious. It's, it's the Vine 
idea. Yeah. You've got some YouTube personality, makes a Vine, suddenly their YouTube channel is really big because people love that dank meme that they dropped. Exactly. And, and I it's think, something yeah. something like that, I think, is what Omni needs. Just a solid, solid season of content. Yeah. Like, so Omni Talk, I think, is got to the point where it's like, okay, like the collaboration stuff's going to help. Of course. Hmm. Even if it's like, even if it's um, just knowing about, oh, okay, these people have been on Omni Talk. I might not listen to the episode, but I sort of know about it. Mm. You know what I mean? It's here and there. I see it pop up all the time. And I think the, even like the episodes of just you and me or you, me and Chris or me and Chris, they're, they're good enough. Yeah. And I think some of them are like really, really good and they're comparable to like this. I think they're better than even some of the, the, the bigger podcasts than me, but they're still small. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I've sort of like researched a few, like what are the other sort of YouTube podcasts that are out there? Yeah. Because like there's, there's so much more effort. Um, that we could be putting into this. We, at the beginning, you know, we talked about all the things that we do much further down the line, you know, all the specials and even like things like D&D. Yeah. And they could be interesting because that in itself is is gaming, but it's more, it's social and yeah. it's more engaging for someone to listen to. Well, no, I listen to D&D podcasts when I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. I find it very engaging, funny, especially when you have comedians mm. like, um, I don't know, I was going to name drop, but I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that's something we should do. Things sure, like that. So. But the, the the thing preventing us from doing that is is none of us can afford to go full time. No, exactly. Right now, like realistically, like right now, I'm the one who's putting all my effort into it. Yeah, more than anyone else. Absolutely. And that's just how. Like that's there's nothing against anyone. That's, that's just, just how it is. Like, and that's and that's realistic, you know. Yeah, it is. Because at at the minute, there's there's not much payoff for no. people's time. But like, and that's if, the unfortunate yeah. thing. If people want something to succeed, they could put 110 no. percent into it, drop everything else, yeah. and get it going and like best case scenario that's what people do yeah. and like i think like like you we've, we've sort of discussed it i feel like you would do not to my extent of course because i'm the ceo i'm it's like my company i'm always going to be the one who's doing a hundred percent yeah but like i feel like you would put in much more effort if as you said if there was sort of like you can see it a bit better if i if i could see that it was gaining traction if i knew that people you know, appreciated your work, your personality, or even my work. If I was doing a gaming channel and I got feedback and mm. pe people liked it and they wanted to see more yeah. of it, um, if I could be certain that there would be a measurable growth yeah, in that mm. respect, absolutely, you know, yeah. I'd, I'd go into that. Because when you think about life and you think about working, mm. a lot of the jobs that you, you will probably have to settle for are not very nice. Oh, God, no. And it... Even if it is just like stacking shelves at a supermarket, like it's not meaningful. No, know? it's not. And so I, I would, I would jump at the opportunity to have a a, a, a job um, that is doing things that I enjoy and interacting with a, a positive community. Do you think Brad would? I think he absolutely would. Yeah. Do you think he's sort of in the same boat as you, but you're putting in not more, not that you're putting in more effort than Brad, but that. I don't know. Maybe I've discussed it more, and I've discussed it more with you. Yeah. And you can sort of like Brad's just like. The thing is, like he would be. I think I feel like if there was, if there was there, and this opportunity was there, he would. Exactly, and it's sort of, it's just the way it is. It's sort of a crap thing because it's sort of saying that we wouldn't, we wouldn't help you unless we knew it was going to benefit ourselves. Yeah. But like, but I it, get but it it's, at the same it's, time. You know, it, it's life. It's sort of um, stacking shelves for Brad. Yeah. Gets him a nice amount of money, no, exactly. and is perfectly happy to remain yeah. doing that yeah. and you, you you don't give up stability like that um yeah. to take a chance unless you're really going to risk yeah, it yeah exactly and that's what you have to do when you're yeah. running a business like right now 
you are helping with, you guys are helping with Marty and the podcast. Yeah. And like, really, what more can I ask for? Do you know what I mean? Like, right now, like, right now, I'm, I'm probably not even doing as much as I probably could. Yeah. Like, I obviously am. Absolutely, yeah. But like, I can't burn myself out at the same time. Yeah. But like, so what would, let's say like, okay, just like randomly, when we talk, started getting a quite a bit of viewers. Like, it's quite a bit like, of viewers. Let's say it's getting like 5,000, 5,000 to 10,000 hits. Yeah, that'd be good. And Marty's getting like it's like ten thousand, maybe even yeah, fifteen thousand, twenty thousand. Yeah. What would your first step be? And like, let's say, like the money's going to come in, but it's not here yet, and it's sort of like the sage on it, it now. Like, and that's another thing. I even if there was no money involved, if I just saw that there was a lot of traction, mm. like I, like I said, if there's just a lot of people viewing it, then I'd be more incentivized to put in more yeah. effort because I know that, well, you know, pe- people appreciate um, our personalities, and that that'd be a you know, very humbling experience. Oh, and God. it would make me want to do that. My first reaction, if, if I saw that it was gaining traction and popularity, would be, okay, well, we need either to amplify that by mm. um, producing more videos or other forms of content. Mm. And not just podcasts, but short videos or yeah. things like that. Um, just throw away episodes that people could be interested in. They, they might just yeah. be looking for a unique Marty joke. Like we might have an idea for Marty that isn't enough to sustain a whole episode, yeah. but it could be good for like a Vine-esque yeah, sort of exactly. video. And you could do something of like that. But I, I think my first reaction would be to get onto like a gaming channel or something of like that. Yeah. It's something that I think I could do um, myself. Yeah. And it'd be unique. I, I, I've watched... Um, who are the people that do... Uh, Penny, Penny Arcade. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like they, they do... They write comic books and very famous for all the stuff they do. They're, they're the people that were doing the d and I was talking about before. Yeah. But... They, they have a gaming channel as well. Mm. And it's interesting because it's the host and he, he's doing it with uh, Patrick. Mm. No, 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 not Patrick. I don't know. Someone there. Yeah. And, you know, they play all, all different types of games, games that you never see other people playing. Mm. And it's interesting because they, they, it's just their, their interesting personalities and they're, they're, you're just seeing how they interact with these environments. And yeah. there's a lot you can do with the gaming channel in the sort of scenario that, that we've generated, mm. like, for me to just continue doing my sort of thing, but then every now and then see, okay, yeah, you know, you know Marty's stepping down from, you know, all, all the business-related stuff to to play some Super Smash Bros. Yeah, exactly, day. yeah. And it's interesting in that because he's sort of, you, you, you don't see Marty, you don't see Matthew Winter in mm. these situations. So no. you're used to seeing Hayden, Hayden and Brad. Yeah. But then every now and then you have these special yeah. guests and it's just interesting because yeah. you could it, it creates opportunities for you to make interesting and engaging um like specials like maybe the whole the whole og crew will play some mario party yeah and you can create some like a stake in it you know the winner um no no okay well the loser has has something yeah. bad happen to them Marty yeah. show or something like that which is like it's a consequential it's, a, it's something that's done a lot but you're doing it slightly different yeah and like the gaming channel would thread through uh, the main channel yeah, exactly. and that sort of thing because once you see it gaining traction I think I think gaming channels are this lucrative um, what do you call it lucrative industry yeah, okay? oh God, yeah. and a lot of a lot of amateurs can do it they'll just start a Minecraft <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. playthrough with their friends and they'll get some viewers because people are always interested in it they, uh, there's so many people interested yeah. in watching other people play games but to, you, you just have to be unique um, no, yeah. Unique games and unique personalities, and in doing that, you could um, 
you, yeah, you could you could funnel interest from that that industry to the main channel. And I think that that's my response <laughs> to I'll your question. No, that's you a good, asked that's a good response. I don't like that response. Like, see, like I couldn't do my gaming channel on my own, and I feel like you could not because it's not even on your own. Because realistically, you're doing it with Onwe in a way. Do you know what I mean? And it's like there's a bit of infrastructure there. There's that bit of like, I've got I've got fan things to go off. Yeah, exactly. Um, you, you'll see um, Yogg's cast people, they're, they're, at, they're so far down the line now that they can refer back to the early days. They've got these references they can make um, to other games they've played and that sort of stuff. Mm. Going from the get-go, there's nothing to talk about, right? No. If you start a channel, you've got, you got nothing. You have to build your personality. Whereas I can sort of say, talk about the things that we've done in the podcast. I can talk about my internet show, make references to that. Yeah. There's, there's an infrastructure um, pre-built for me to work like with like it's funny like like let's say Omri takes off and Maya's getting views and the podcast getting views and it's like what does the podcast into, turn into like will it still be a Monday to Wednesday thing maybe an interview like all stuff with the OG crew and stuff like that it's like what does the podcast turn into like I'd still like to talk with like different personalities who are not yeah. just the main guys but maybe I don't want to do that anymore. Mm. Maybe the podcast will turn back into one t- one episode a week. Yeah. And then it's like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like the podcast can change quite a bit too. Because the podcast is sort of supporting Marty now. Like, it's like, it's behind Marty. Marty's sort of yeah. the main thing. It's like, what, but I, yeah. the one thing I like about the podcast is it's very documenting yeah. as well. That's one thing I really like. Self-referential. Exactly. Um, and I don't know if many podcasts are like that. Because you're no. sort of saying, look... Um, the views the views aren't going as well as we thought mm. and as content creators this is what you have to come to expect yeah exactly and it's a very real um, I guess like breaking the fourth wall I think a lot of con- uh, content creators don't really talk about how well their stuff is going their their future plans and that sort of no. stuff because it's like that's unique in itself it's, 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 there's a lot of vulnerability in that because there's no guarantee it'll succeed if it does fail you know you've got all these people who will look at this stuff and think oh wow they had big plans and, and they fell flat yeah. You know, but but in in talking about that, um, I don't know it's it's just very unique. Yeah, and it's I, interesting. Like I still, I, that's why I really like doing episodes about Omri. Yeah, just talking about it. But yeah, to answer the question, I, I think it it is sort of it'd probably go on the back seat depending on how much effort you're putting into the other streams of content. Yeah. But um, say I was to feature in in regularly, it 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 would become like um, an update on how this yeah. this department of the channel is going the, the gaming content and it would sort of just be like that and you, you could refer to um uh, you know like future plans future yeah. specials saying like oh you know you know uh, we've got we've got uh, the D special coming up mm-hmm. are you gonna be good for that have you organized any guests and it's sort of you know yeah, inter- interacting with with the department that i'm yeah. running like, like, I thought it, like, when I think about it, like, obviously, as we're talking about, like, Rooster Teeth is sort of, like, what on we hope to become, mm. in a way. And the Rooster Teeth podcast is sort of just the employees hanging out. Yeah, sometimes exactly. Guests. And that's what, that's what the podcast is. Yeah, but even, like, and so I feel like it'd be, like, me and you, or me and Chris, or you, me and Chris, at least two of us. Like, mm. at least me and someone. Yeah. But, like, I, because, like... At that point, it'd sort of be like, okay, we're working in office or something like that. Yeah. And we can still record, like, and like, oh, that would be more like we record once every week. Or it might be that we do when we talk live and it comes out later or whatever. And we can still record episodes in advance. 
blah blah blah. It depends on the thing. Like one episode, one week could be you, me, you and me. One one me and Chris. It'll allow us to do stuff like that, especially if we're in sort of like it's this. It gets to the point where we can work in an office and we're working part time, full time together. Much easier to put together. Much easier to put together. Yeah. But then it'll yeah it'll sort of turn into this meta sort of thing. It's like it's self referential. We're talking about on we itself. But then we're also because like we we can't always, we won't always talk about Omni. Like we're talking like this this podcast isn't necessarily just about Omni. Like what we're talking about this whole episode. Yeah, a lot of it's been sort of like the in, like you know what I mean. Like what what we do. You know what I mean. Like yeah. the games we like, the people we watch, the stuff we do, and like you can just turn into stories as well. And I think that's exactly. what I want Omni talk to be. I think in that's general. what I think that's yeah what a podcast should be. Like people people don't don't go to or some people do to find out about the the channel and the personality, but. Uh, part of the podcast is yeah, just just experiencing experiencing people having conversations, yeah. really, and it's interesting. Yeah, it is, and I, that's what I sort of want it to be. Like right now, I'm sort of going that Joe Rogan sort of route. Like sometimes it's talking with friends, sometimes it's talking with guests, and that'll help the channel for a while. Like it could be a year from now. Okay, we're going back to one episode. Sometimes guests. But like the guest stuff could turn into okay if we do a week if I do a weekly internet radio show that's where the guests come in more mm. more more likely it's like it's just me got some call-ins got some guests you know what I mean like you can still have that sort of format just that sort of thing but just in a different format yeah 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 and see that's why like you know so obviously right now like we are filming the Marty Project yeah which is sort of like. I, I I said it, like I call it Marty Marty's in that show like so they're, they're Marty minisodes really yeah yeah and sort of this is the time where we can like sort of experiment with like I sort of wanted to fill the gap for a bit like they're very short they're like three to four to five minutes yeah it's a good idea and I think it's a good idea it'll be good Marty content for the rest of the year and it it, it works to still establish his character mm. yeah and it'll be more appealing to. Uh, people who have never heard of the channel before because they, they don't want to commit to a 10 minute episode. No. They'll be happy with a couple of minutes. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's, and it's sort of, and it's also building this art, this sort of um, between the, t- the two seasons of Marty's in that show between Marty and, and Brad. Mm. And it's, and it's, it's going to develop this, the character of Chris a bit as well as sort of Brad's brother. And it's like, we can do it in this sort of like, secondary show way rather than having to do it in the main show yeah because the main show like we've got as I said to you we're gonna I wanna do 16 episodes over 2018 yeah which is like it's a big thing but it's not at the you know it's not at the same time Mm. do you know what I mean like okay we filmed the first season the first the day we started the first day we started filming was like June or July and we finished it like just before Christmas December and we reshot a lot of stuff. Yeah. So much stuff. Because we just learned so... We learned a lot. Yeah. We really we weren't, did. We weren't... We had a vague idea of how to approach it. Um, and we went with that idea. And we found that we made a lot of little mistakes. Not necessarily mistakes, but less efficient yeah. options. You, like, and we, like, we had yeah. to reshoot a lot of scenes because the lighting was wrong. Mm-hmm. We didn't think about all these different yeah. situations. The sound, you know. Like even the difference between the first scenes of Marty and some of these Marty Project episodes... It was as simple as opening these windows, yeah. and it just made it look so much better. And taking the light, the, the the lighting stuff, and putting it in the like just sitting it in the toilet to light up that bathroom, not turning the main light on, mm. doesn't look as orange. Yeah, it's like this really nice just white light. Yeah, yeah. And it's just as simple as it makes it look so much better. Fo- for, 
with photography and filming, like yeah. light, lighting is everything. Oh god, yeah. With the right, like, because the, with the writing stuff, like, what the best scenes of some of the best scenes of Marty's were written. The dialogue was completely written. For example, the mm. last scene of the Weebo episode, which is yeah. in Marty's his speech. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And that's what I've sort of integrated into the Marty project into at the end of every episode. But it seems a bit over. Now it's getting to a point where like, okay, I'm gonna put, I'll, I'll put all these Marty project episodes out, and I'll put it, I'll record them as is. But I know that I won't do them as often for like in the second season of Marty. Yeah. Oh, and definitely because there's 16 episodes. Like, imagine. All 16 episodes ending in some direct-to-camera monologue. Yeah, it, it just get annoying. Yeah, just get... Yeah, and it's like, there's only so much you can do, especially with, like, an like that sort of character as well. Yeah, yeah. And one of the other... Like, but yeah, as I said, some of the best episodes, the dialogue is written. Like, a whole monologue is written. Some of the best ones were ad-libbed. Some of the best scenes, the best lines, surprisingly coming from the gumpiest one, Brad. So he, yeah. That weeaboo scene, the confrontation scene, I think that's the best scene of them all. I still maintain that. That was, yeah, that was great. Yeah. Because I, at the time, I thought it was pretty ordinary. And I, I, I was, um, I, I really liked the way that, that Marty, that you created the character. Hmm. But I look back at it now and I don't know. It's something about, it's, it might just be because we know Brad. Yeah, like that's a big thing too. It's and it's, it's just there's something about the way that he acts because I want to make fun of it, but I I can't do that either. No, because yeah. like he's done it that convincingly. It might not seem like that to people. It might just seem like real shit acting. Yeah, but I, I, I think it's hilarious. The thing is, we're not actors. Yeah, we're barely. You know what I mean? Like I, that's why I compare us like it to like sort of like Filthy Frank mm. because it's like it's really amateur acting. It's dog shit. But like, if you can play the character, that's why I'm. That's why it's. Um, I'm just putting on this voice and acting a bit autistic, and then there's a bit of cringe comedy in there. Yeah, I'm not an actor. I can't do an actual. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot. And I think the thing, the other thing was a lot of it relied in the narration. Yeah. Like looking at these Marty Project episodes that we're putting together. Like I've put together two now. Um, what do you call it? A lot of the. A bit of it's taken away the charm, because now it's like, hey, Marty's looking at the ca- like he's looking at the camera and going like, hey, I'm Marty. Yeah. Blah blah blah. I feel like it's taken away a bit. Do you know what I mean? Like it's taken away from the document. Like it's a different series, obviously, yeah. but it's still sort of like a documentary. I'm trying to put it in- together in a way. It's yeah. complete, but it's. I feel like it's taken away of the charm of. You know what I mean? Like he's because it's, it's it's he he knows he's a meme in a way. That's that that okay. That's a good example. Yeah. He knows that he's this thing, and now I don't, now that I think about it, I don't like that. Yeah. Can we fix that? Do you think <laughs> you'd have think to it? rewrite and film like refilm mm-hmm. it? Because the thing was, it was sort of like Marty. Um, he, he, in some places, it was sort of he wasn't aware of the filming crew. Yeah. Like, every now and then he'd look at them and do whatever. But, yeah, it was sort of like he, the, the film crew was there. Whereas right now, it's as if there's no film crew. Mm-hmm. He's just sort of um, just just filming it himself, effectively. Yeah. Not that bad. No, no. It's, just, it's very different to the documentary style because yeah. it's not really documenting it. It's more him documenting it. Yeah. But, like, the other thing is, okay, we've got no viewers. 
So it's like I'm still experimenting in a way. Yeah. Like I said, with it's like with that fifth episode of Marty. It's pretty. It's a. It's a good episode. It's different, but I'll never do it again. Yeah. The Marty Project. The way I'm doing these. They're good episodes. They're pretty entertaining, but I'd probably never do them. Again. I'd probably never do it like it's again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I want to do like a lot of episodes of Marty's Net Show. And now that I know how to produce well, and I can sort of, I've figured out how to write it. And I figured out how to put it together. I know the mistakes I've made. I feel like, like with your help as well, like I'm. I want you to sort of help me co-write, produce it in a way. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, in the end, it's sort of like, my in it's my vision sort of thing. Yeah. Like, I'll get you to check over and you go like, you know what I mean? When we edit it together, you added a fair few, you added a quite a bit to it. Because mm. you've got this, you just know how to tell the story, you know what I mean? Like, you, you helped the story of Marty. Yeah. In a way. And that's why... And I want to make the second like, season much better than it was before. Yeah, Gorgeous. it it is tough doing it all by yourself as you were because um, you you lose sight of the bigger picture while working on the finer yeah. details, which which is this is part of it. It's natural, and so having someone else look over it um, and sort of see some of the inconsistencies or even yeah. suggest better alternatives, yeah, yeah you know, is a lot is is very helpful. Yeah, it's like especially because like obviously like. Mm, Omi is my big thing and like for right now you can't put yourself into it 100% blah 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 yeah. I know how to control that like we did it quite well before like I'd write it I'd show you the scripts like for, I think for the second season I need to show you the scripts but get your actual feedback on it with the editing it only took us like three days to edit all the episodes like like mm. two and a half yeah it, doesn't, it only takes like a few hours of an episode but like I put all the episodes together with the narration we might change things up a bit yeah yeah like, like net, like, and I think that's the way we should do it. Like, we'll do the editing pretty much the same way. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. But I think so. Season two, we want to make it. Like, so season one had these big, these big scenes. The big, like, for example, the big scene for the Weeaboo episode was the confrontation scene. Yeah, like that's a big scene. For the Wingman episode, it's pro- it's like the com- the Brad likes Paul Blart. Yeah, which is like it's a pretty good scene. But these next ones, I want to make them. Bigger scenes. Proper big, yeah. Proper big. Like, it sort of needs to be out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, because we discussed... Because all the all the scenes that we shot, they were on a very small scale. Yeah. Um, like, just, just having a, a much larger environment, a bigger mm. space to do things. Yeah. You know, more potential for things to go wrong, that sort of thing. It, yeah. it just improves the, the scale of the scene. Yeah, like Nevada the Van the Show has been the biggest inspiration for that. It's sort of like mm. revitalized. Like you can do these simple things and there's a little bit of interaction. You can do them in public, but it's like not... Like obviously there were some things that were sort of attention grabbing, like by the people you're filming around. Yeah. But so that adds to it. And you can do... Th- I want to do like a slightly... Sm- like obviously it's a, t- it's a huge TV show, but like a slightly sm- smaller scale thing than that. Yeah. Like for example, as I mentioned, when we were... When we, when we, when we had talked talked about this before... Yeah. Like, it could just be, like, at this little outside cafe, you're filming from a little bit away, mm. My, Brad and I have the mics on, and then I just get up and say, like, to Brad, like, you know, like, I go off at him, and then walk away, and then Brad's a bit sad, and, like, starts yeah. wiping away his tears with the thing. Because the thing, the thing about Nirvana the Band the show, that, that I, I seen it, and it's, it's been a while since a TV show's been able to do it, but it shocked me. Like, when they rolled the banner out, First of all, like straight up, I'm, I'm a bit shocked, right? But then there's another level to it, right? There's <laughs> yeah. a dick on the poster in a public space, and as a, as a as a viewer, 
not knowing anything about it. You don't know if it's real or staged. Yeah, um, that's one thing that I want to be big for Marty. And too. It's, it's shocking. And that same thing, like you're describing. You know, being in a being in a cafe, I'm discreetly filming, mm. um, and then you you cre- you create a scene mm. for a viewer. It's shocking because you're sitting there thinking like, oh shit, you know, like they're they're yeah. just being complete assholes in this public space. There's people that got no friggin' idea if it's real or not. Yeah. Um, and part of that part of that is very engaging because you know that you know that the the actors are acting. You know, yeah. you know, you know, it's not a real a real uh, fight that you guys are having. But you don't know what. Yeah. But if you do it the right way, and especially with with an audience mm. around you that that have no idea what's going on, it it makes it very realistic. And that's confronting. M- like, for this second season, like, Brad's I'm the main character. Marty's the main character, mm-hmm. and I'll be Brad as that sort of coat. Like we've discussed how like we might take Brad out as part of the story. Yeah. And make it work that way. But then, like, Chris will be in a few scenes as sort of Brad's brother. And, you know, we could just normalise him a bit as well. Like, he's not just a drug dealer now. Like, that could just be, like, a side sort of thing. Yeah. And then Skate Kid, or Matt, as in your brother. Yeah. Like, he could just be there. Like, he could be included in a few different... But like, in a different way, it'd be different to what it was before. Hmm. Like, I can't think of the top of my head how to do it. But because those are the those are the three characters under Marty that have sort of been established as actual characters. Yeah. They're the actual, yeah. I think they're the only... Yeah, they're the only actors actually in it. And not like, obviously, there's Nate behind the camera. Hmm. But this time around, like, I sort of want to, you know, just get, like, a few different extra, oh, you'd say extras, just, like, really small parts, yeah, but then never mention them Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, not never mention them again. And even, like, street filming, because it's all about improving the scale. I think that's, that's that'll make it a bit more uh, exciting. It's mm. because everything was on a very provincial, controlled scale. Mm. We were filming in this room a lot, yeah. um, filming at, like, Brad's place, and there was, there was no interaction with the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, that sort of thing. Though occasionally we're outside, we're driving, and those sort of things, and that that sort of improves the scale a bit. But oh, seeing God, yeah. that, you know, other people exist yeah. in the world, and like Marty's actually being integrated into this yeah. larger world, embarrassing himself in front of uh, random people who we don't know. Yeah. Again, like you know, it improves the scale of it. It makes it a bit more entertaining. Yeah. And I feel like I'm more, even though when we feel, when we were talking, like after I did the episodes and filmed them all, and we did the Marty talk episodes. I discussed how, like, it was pretty nerve-wracking, try, even doing that JB Hi-Fi scene. Yeah. But now I think I could do a good JB Hi-Fi scene. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even if it's just, like, you know, trying to get a job at JB Hi-Fi and talking to the guy, like, here's my resume. Um, I know how to talk to people. See, look, I'm doing it right now. I'm pr- and then, like, whack him on the arm. Whack the boss on the arm saying, yeah, I'm pretty funny, right? Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, yeah. that was sh- really shitty ad-lib off the top of my head. Yeah, but like just like I can, you can do tiny scenes like not t- not even tiny scenes. That could be like if you do one or two, you'd have to do like two or three if it was like Marty getting a job in that sort of scenario. But that's the thing you could write it where you only need like you can do a few scenes on the street that's not interacting with people, but set it up in a way where there's one big scene where you're interacting with one. You know what I mean? Like we could have made that yeah. JB Hi-Fi scene a main scene. Yeah, exactly. We could have made it the, the big scene. Yeah. Like you could, you could do something, actually put your resume out, see if you can get a legitimate job interview at some place. Um, and, you know, I'll try and come in with the camera and film it. Yeah. And, and it'll just be you having an interview, being completely serious, but as Marty. Yeah, exactly. And that sort of thing, again, it puts the viewer on the edge of the seat because they're thinking, 
this is like a really awkward yeah. situation and it's real. And one thing was, like, obviously that ad lib I just did there was shit. And that's because, yeah. you know, I'm not trying to be Marty. You mm. know what I mean? I'm yeah. just being me right now. But like, as we said, a lot of the, be- the best scenes were ad libbed. But there needs a bit of structure to it. Well, you need to know what you're sort of what doing. What the goal is, yeah. Yeah. Like with Nirvana the Bear and the Show, I was listening to an interview. Everything with. hinges around the Rivoli. Yeah. And I love it. Every, yeah, every exactly. ad lib, it's like, yeah, we're Nirvana the Band. Can you, um, yeah. Can yeah. you recommend us? You know? It's so good. But like another yeah, one of the things is, a lot of, you know, a lot of those scenes are just they're filming and they just ad lib. Hmm. Like a lot of the insides, like that's what I sort of want to do. It's like... And when he's on the street, he always says, hey to everyone. Yeah. Hey, we're Nirvana the Band. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, and I think if you sort of... Um, you frame the ad-libbing the right way, it can work. Yeah. Obviously, I think I feel like there could be a few good dialogue scenes or just like, you know, like a few lines that... Because I think, Kate, so for example, I'm not... I'm all right with sort of like... Um, taking a script and sort of like ad-libbing off it a little bit and like brad he can't necessarily like remember a script and sort of go off that yeah and some of those are the worst like even some of the ones were filmed for the marty project they're the worst scenes it's just like really it's it's reading off a script as we said we're not actors we're just yeah guys like they could be like i think a good scene like remember how i as i mentioned like the cafe a, a cafe scene which me going off with brad we have sort of like a few lines or ways we say things and you have that end goal but then you just ad-lib the rest everything of it. in between yeah exactly like like why brad oh brad says oh he doesn't oh but i i hate how you do this and this and this and that's just off the top of his head it's the way we frame it and the one thing we i wanted to do big for marty season two was an arc it needs an arc it needs an arc to i think it'll definitely like It'll differentiate it a lot as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like from every... Then again, there's nothing like this on the internet at the moment. Yeah. There's not. Yeah. There's really not. But like the produ- like with the production value, blah, 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 and having an arc, it adds this whole other level and it adds this, adds this whole other, oh, I need to tune in to watch more. Yeah. But while each episode can also be its own single thing. Yeah. Yeah. But what is it? It's that just arc? a matter of, yeah. Yeah, what's that's that something you've got to you've figure out. We've discussed a few things. Yeah. Like we've discussed... Um, like Marty leaving town and trying to get famous off his internet show on his own leaving Brad behind yeah and, th- and shit like that and with 16 episodes like there could be like two-parters there could be a bunch of two-parters mm. you know what I mean yeah, yeah. That, and that works like it doesn't have to necessarily be its own one like you know what I mean like I think we can do that really well yeah yeah anything else you want to say about Marty no 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 I think we've done well and this is we've gone for like two hours yeah I can, and, I can feel it. And you know, I, you know how I can feel it? I need a piss because after every really yeah. good long episode, I need a piss really bad. <laughs> I hope I hope our 12 fans have enjoyed this episode. I really do. Thank you. This has been a We Are On We production. Head to onwe.tv for more.